On today's show, new car sales in the American market continue to confound the experts. Mercedes-Benz will get its own comedy show. And GM's Mark Royce badly damages his ego. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. Well, once again, sales of new vehicles in the U.S. market came in stronger than expected. The SAR hit 16.8 million, which was better than last year. Automakers sold 1.58 million cars and trucks, up only 0.7% on a daily selling rate basis. That doesn't sound all that great, except that most analysts were predicting a 3% drop. Once again, trucks led the way, with sales going up by 127,000 units, while sales of passenger cars fell by 55,000 units. Amongst the major automakers, General Motors had a great month, but Ford saw double-digit drops with the Explorer, Edge, and Expedition, and the Escape was down as well. Toyota posted a 5% drop, largely caused by a double-digit drop in sales of all of its passenger cars. In fact, FCA almost caught Toyota in sales, but that was almost completely due to an amazing surge in Jeep sales, which were up 24%. Honda posted a slight decline, but it once again outsold Nissan, which posted the biggest drop of any automaker. Here's our AutoLine Insight. The real news in these numbers is that the market continues to confound the experts. With rising gasoline prices and interest rates, everyone was sure that sales would go down. What the results show is that the automotive market continues to show more underlying strength than anyone expected. In racing news over the weekend, Honda dominated the IndyCar Detroit Grand Prix with Scott Dixon winning the first race and Ryan hunter Ray winning the second. But everyone was talking about the crash of one of the pace cars as it led the field on its formation lap before the green flag even fell. And driving that pace car was none other than Mark Royce, the vice president of General Motors in charge of all product development. Coming out of turn two on the Belle Isle track, there's a slight downhill dip where the car gets light. It looks like Mark stomped on the Corvette ZR1 just over that rise, and the car came around, hitting the wall a couple of times and sending carbon fiber all over the track. Mark emerged from the accident with a very badly damaged ego. But other than that, he was fine. I say, give it time, Mark, because in about 20 years, you're going to think that this was hilarious. You know, Toyota's making a very unexpected move, and that's coming up next. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. And by Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. Britain wants to set itself up as a leader in autonomous vehicles. The government's handing out 25 million pounds, or $33 million, and they're doing that this week for up to six projects researching and testing automated vehicles on highways and for self-parking. Because of Brexit, some analysts believe Britain can now offer subsidies and tax breaks that are restricted under common market rules. And it's easy to see why Britain would want to be a leader in this area, the UK forecasts that the global driverless vehicle market will be worth 907 billion pounds, about 1.2 trillion dollars, 
by 2035. To help make itself more competitive, Toyota is going to merge all of its core electronic component operations with the supplier company Denso. Starting in 2022, Denso will be responsible for the mass production and development of all these components. Keep in mind that Toyota owns about 25% of Denso, which is part of Toyota's Keiretsu system. Even so, you know that we're entering a different, hyper-competitive era when a major car company turns over core electronic development to one of its suppliers. Daimler is launching a comedy show. Did you hear what I said? Daimler's launching a comedy show. They're going to call it Auto Auto Show Show. You'll be able to find it on YouTube and on social media. It's all about getting people interested in the Mercedes-Benz brand and its mobility offerings. It'll feature humorous, unusual events experienced by the main character, Yoko Winterscheidt, a gas station owner. And of course, these events will conveniently involve a Mercedes-Benz product or a mobility service. An example plotline includes one called Innovation Lab, where Yoko works with Mercedes-Benz engineers to develop pothole detection software. Auto Auto Show Show will be released in August of this year with English subtitles. Coming up next, the supplier company Continental has a way to drastically reduce engine emissions. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Brian McKay, the director of powertrain at Continental North America, and he talked about how they've developed an electrically heated catalyst that can drastically reduce vehicle emissions. Take a look. You know, the U.S. has the toughest emission standards in, in the world, and, and I hope we recognize that. We have the cleanest air quality in the world as a result, but we have a challenge. So going from today, 2018, to 2025, vehicles will have to achieve what we call SULEF 30 on average. So that means 30 milligrams per mile of hydrocarbon and nitrous oxides. So it's a significant cut. And additionally, they have to reduce the particulate from 10 milligrams per mile down to three milligrams per mile. And in order to achieve that, you actually have to heat the after treatment as fast as possible. So heat up the catalyst system. And when you do that, you take these hydrocarbons and you convert them into something that's not harmful anymore. So in order to do that today, you have to burn fuel. And going from 2018 to 2025, you're gonna have to burn around 1% of your fuel economy additional to achieve those types of temperatures. And while you're doing that, you're producing emissions. So what this allows us to do is to use the battery system that's inside these hybrid vehicles and use the electricity to basically heat the after treatment. Think of it like your blow dryer that's at home. You got heat and you're, you're blowing some air in. In this case, the air is coming from the engine exhaust. And once it hits this hot surface that's in the front there, we have what we call light off conditions. So we hit these very high temperatures, 500, 600 degrees Celsius. And now we can convert the emissions down to essentially nothing. And we can, we can provide a real nice pathway to meet these uh, emission compliance. For more about Continental and how it's helping automakers meet emission standards, you can watch that entire discussion right now on our website, Autoline.tv, or find it on our YouTube channel. That's it for today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.